Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. movement in this country promised women once that they could have it all, a successful career, financial success, and a family. But now, a controversial new study by the University of Pennsylvania suggests that women are less happy than men, despite all of the progress that women have made since the 1970s. Inez Ferre has our report. Come have come a long way in the last 35 years, but despite a movement that brought so much progress to American women, their happiness has dropped relative to men over the last three decades. The reason we find that surprising is that if you look across society, there's been a lot of social change that shifted things towards women. The data was studied. We've never had more choices as women, and yet I see young women paralyzed because there are so many choices, and, and there's research that shows that the, the more choices you have, the more it kind of freezes you. And what they worry about is making a choice they're going to regret. Mm -hmm. And you only have a certain amount of time to make those choices because we know the fertility issue. Young women have what we call fertility freakout now because they've seen women in their mid to late 30s struggle with that. So they've got to pack it all in yeah. in a short time. Uh, and, uh, and talk about salaries as well. But uh, they, they bring them in young and then they fall because they're way too young for what they're doing and I turned down several jobs along the way at CBS because I wasn't ready for them but here we were being propped up so there's a lot of that and good afternoon everybody you're now live on the middleman show on blogtalkradio.com and this is Alan this is Kevin what's going on and this is Jean what's up everyone oh yeah ready for another one <laughs> How's everybody doing today? And we doing good. Just want to shout out to our man Nick Eaton that's uh, feeling a little bit under the weather right now. But uh, hopefully yeah. it's uh, a bit better and uh, get himself together. 
Yeah, Nick ate some bad lobster last night. That would happen. Uh, I told him about eating them peanut peanut butter uh, jailhouse cookies. Oh, <laughs> 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 you need to stick with the grandma mom, man. That's man. what he needs. Yes, he needs those grandma moms. Quit eating them peanut butter sandwiches that come off of uh, iron. <laughs> oh man, but we got a great show plan, uh, plan for you all out there today. Uh, I know you all have been waiting on this show. We've been talking about it on our previous shows as far as what we're going to discuss this week. Uh, today we're discussing the feminist movement and how does it affect our black women of today. And uh, we've got a lot of uh, interesting topics and uh, actual uh, stats that we're going to bring up. Jen also has some interesting things where she's going to identify. We also have a few clips that we will be playing today as well. We will probably discuss some of those clips as well, too. Uh, feel free to, if you have any comments or anything like that, if you're on the phone, press 1. If you're on the chat board, place your comments on the chat board as well. Um, but some of the things which we're going to discuss today, you know, we will examine briefly the feminist movement. When it started, why was it started, you know, what effects did it have on black women? You know, did the feminist movement contribute to the way of thinking our black women have a today such as the independent woman thing going on? Yeah. You know, that's been going for the past decade, but it's really got a lot worse, I guess, in the south. Oh, definitely, man. At the highest level. So, uh, also we're going to discuss, uh, did the feminist movement trigger the division of the black man and the black woman? You know, how does the indoctrination learned by black women who supported the feminist movement pass down through generations? And did these teachings improve our black women, or did it hurt them? So make sure you let your voice be heard today. You know, this is a very opinionated show. We're not trying to step on any toes. We're trying to educate, conversate, so we can actually procreate more. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> the bottom line, baby. Exactly. You got to have them babies. Exactly. If you ain't got them babies, you ain't got nothing. What's up, Jen? Exactly. What's up with you, Jen? I see that y'all are ready to be sexist, you know, um, pigs today, so I'm ready for you. Why? Why? Did she just say sexist pigs? Yeah. She really just said that, man. Why, what? Did, did you just say sexist pigs? Yes. You know I really did just say that. Go ahead and um, stab yourself. I wasn't going to say stab yourself. I wasn't going to say that today. I was going to say give yourself a hug. <laughs> How about that? I do. I do. But, you know, machismo-focused pigs sometimes don't want that. Really? There's no uh, machismo going on here today? I'm just saying, son. I'm just saying. This is all about us and... and putting a good effort forward today and letting people know about this feminist movement. Jen, we understand that you aren't, I mean, do you classify yourself as a feminist? Um, no. But I you don't. you do believe in a lot of the uh, feminist uh, way see. of thinking. Most definitely. Shout out to Marvel over some there. Stuff I do, some stuff I do agree with, but I don't classify it as being feminist. I I classify it as self-love and self-worthiness and, and knowing about yourself, um, and not so yeah. much of not so much of you know the feminist movement. But I don't agree with everything that feminism or womanism you know has to say. But there's a lot of things that I I think do support. Well, all right then. Well, we're gonna find out today what side that you support, what you like, and what you don't like, and what you like. 
about black men and what you don't lie about black men. You know what I'm saying? Cause we're going to identify some things that we feel that is affecting some of our black women and, you know, potentially maybe their way of thinking. I don't know. You know, we're going to discuss it. But it's a lot of information and facts and stats and theories out there to support, you know, every, you know, conversation that we particularly bring up about topics like this. Hey, man, I want to give a shout-out to that uh, female that listens to us a lot who said that I'm an angry, exhaling, uh, crazy-acting black man or whatever <laughs> that, whatever she said I was. Sound like I'm about to fall out of this show, talking over everybody, uh, doing all these things. I'm just sitting up here trying to find. Hey, shout out to you. Today, I'm going to talk over everybody. Call in so I can talk over you. That's what we're going to do today. Like I said, shout out to Marvin. We appreciate you for listening to our guests in our chat, our web chat. Uh, appreciate you guys for checking us out today. Uh, we can get into the topic. Um, hey, what you want to play this first clip, man? And uh, well, we really don't have that first clip to play right now, but we can get into the first part of the topic if you choose to do that. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely do that. I want to. Well, well, I'm, uh, I'm really interested to see what, um, you know, Jen has brought for us today. I, I see she has a lot of stack of papers over there. Yeah, um, and yeah. she's also been posting yeah. a lot of things on Facebook yeah. all day. Same so, uh, Jen, you know, let's get into the first part of the question which we have today. You know, how did the feminist movement affect black women? You know, um, the beginning point, you know, why, why it started, you know, what was the reasons for it? You know, can you explain to us that? You know, I'm going to let you have that part of the question. Go ahead. Well... <laughs> For, for people that don't know, black feminism stemmed from actually Alice Walker, who is the author of Color Purple, who wanted people to recognize that black women experience a type of oppression that was uniquely different than white women and that we had a struggle over sexism as well. And so more than it's called black feminism, which you keep referencing, it's more womanism, I guess, when you're, you're talking about African-American um, women and so I, I do for the most part like a lot of people I have found in a lot of the reading that I've done over the weekend that a lot of men either do not support or do not believe in black feminism a lot of men do not find that us as black women are excuse me are differently oppressed um, than them and does, do not think that sexism is a reality for black women when in fact it is hmm. yeah, I mean Sexism, I mean, that that is something that's not just, um, I mean, it's just not only something that black women go through. I think all women go through it, but I don't think it's as prevalent as you lead us to believe now, because, I mean, everything that you tell us, you, you act like every day you go to work, you get your booty slapped down. You act mm-hmm. like every day you go to work, you know, I mean, really, what? what? But that's the same argument, like, every day do you, do you encounter people calling you, like, a nigger? Or people are calling you like a racist, derogatory name because of your blackness. That happens to you every single day. Sexism. Sexism. I mean, seriously? Come on, Jen. Come on, Jen. Sexism. It happens. Sexism is very real. As a woman, it may not, just like racism, I may not encounter racism every single moment in my life, but it's very real. And it happens to you sometimes silently and sometimes, you know, aggressively. And the same applies to sexism, whether it is with a date or whether it's with a boss or whether it's a stranger on the street. 
a lot of times women are degraded and demoted just because of the fact they are women and underestimated. I don't think you're being underestimated. Really? I mean, your fight, like I told you, and I said it, and it's just my opinion. Your fight is not the same fight as others from a long time ago, and you know what I mean. Because the thing that they are going through and the power that they achieved since this whole movement of feminism, right. you haven't achieved the same type of goal or what is the goal that the black feminists are trying to accomplish. Because right now, from its conception up to this point, what have black women really gained? Now, yeah, y'all done gained numerous amount of power, yeah. But other than that, what is the purpose of this, what's going on right now? And and you know what is sad? The purpose is, now the definition of womanism and black feminism is the end of oppression for all people, whether they're sexism, racism, or class oppression. Now, just because it seems as if, and I think this is where the divide comes in between black women and black men, if a black woman stands up and she has an opinion, or if a black woman stands up and says, no, I do not like this, or I do not like this treatment, or I prefer to have a job, or I this, or I that, she's considered an outcast or odd or a rage against the machine. And I think that's wrong. I see. Okay, I understand your pain. We have a special guest just for you today, Jen. A special guest. He just tuned in. Nick is out sick today. We're not uh, going to let this whole little vacant spot go because it's, it's a three-man thing right here. You feel me? And a woman. So we finna fill this void right here <laughs> with somebody that you know very well yes, and sir. respect. Charlie, welcome to the Middle Man Talk Show. Hey, how y'all doing? Hello, Jen. How are you? Hey, Charlie, my favorite uh-huh. caller. <laughs> yes, he ain't the caller today, baby. He's special guest hosted. What? Excuse me, my special, special guest. And may I say this before we get started? I am so pleased with the progress that Kevin Powell is doing in his congressional well, campaign. If you could just pass that on to him, that would be great. I, I will certainly pass that on to him. I will certainly pass that on to him. And uh, yes, have you made your donation? I, I will. Yes. I, I will. I belong to the Facebook fan club. Wow. Well, you need to make, make your please make your donation, and everybody out there in listening land, you don't have to be from the New York uh, New York uh, City or New York congressional district that he's running in to make a donation. Uh, so uh, log on to uh, KevinPowell.org, I believe it is. Uh, follow him on his Twitter and hit him up on his Facebook fan page, and see what you can do to help. Well, Charlie, I know you just heard Jen gave give us her whole spiel and her whole rant of why she thinks feminism is. I'm actually going to be the person to try to bring a divide and bring some peace to both of you guys. Okay. All right, here's the thing. I agree that women... Charlie, Charlie, before you get started, I'm accused of doing this a lot, running over people, but we have a a, a call on the line. We're going to go ahead and get to that comment. Could you hold one second, please? All right. All right. Carly, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. Got a comment? Yeah, hi. How are you? Is Are you speaking with me? Yes. Yeah, there won't be any comments after I finish because I'm going to wrap it up. Oh, okay. well, what are we talking about? Yeah. Yes. Number one, I love what the lady said, but I want to lay down a few pointers that, number one, I think women are ignorant or, let me be a little bit more euphemistic, unaware of the powers they really have. For example, you all outlive us. Women outlive black men. 
between seven and ten years. And, you know, there's an old bromide that says a uh, live dog is better than a dead lion. So, number one, you outlive us. Number two, you don't have to register for the selective service as a condition of employment. Now, I could just stop at those two right there because there's nothing else that uh, women experience or there's nothing that women experience that's tantamount to those discriminatory acts against men. And by the way, may I add, women have equal rights. Now, the other thing is, you expect, on the social level, you expect men to ask you out for dates, whereas you have the equal right and opportunity, and I might add, ability to do that. And you, ex and you expect men how am I doing, fellas? And you expect hey, men hey, to... Hey, hey, keep it going. You keep see, we going. over here quiet today. I'm the missing. Oh, going. Lord. Yeah, and, thank you. and you expect men to pay for you as a stray, strange person upon their having to put themselves out, risk rejection, ask you for a date, and then pay for the misery. Not that all of you are, are, are miserable dates, but I'm saying when a woman sits down and listens to a man that can explain things to her, or as I should say, explain things to her, if she's rational, she understands that we both have, as men and women, we have advantages and disadvantages. And actually the woman's disadvantages are less than those of men. Uh, say, for example, in reproduction, you can choose, you have the best birth control, you can choose not to have a child, or you can choose to have it and force the man to take care of it. Now, he can't do the same to you. So if you look at the whole panoply of options that women have, they're just astronomical compared to those of men. Now, a lot of times you guys are just unaware of those uh, benefits and privileges and what have you, and you run around complaining until a man like myself comes on the scene and lovingly explains to you the situation, you have nothing really to complain about vis-a-vis -vis any man. Wow. Well, thank you, Holler, for your opinion. But I, I have to say this. Wait a minute. This I think is that not just, keep me in the queue. Okay. This is not just opinion, ma'am. This is fact. You can Google it, you can look it up, and prove it to yourself. You know, in the Bible, 1 Thessalonians 5.21, it says, prove everything. This is not just an opinion. Do you ask men out on dates? Do you pay? You can prove that with your own behavior. No. Sometimes I do. It depends on the situation. Brother, there are women who do ask guys out on dates. Very few. There are women who pay. Wait, listen to what I'm saying. I'm making a point. Sometimes dog, uh, man bites dog, but that's the anomaly. What I'm saying is if you look at the women who claim uh, that they don't have adequate men, for example, on their educational and financial level, which shouldn't be the criteria for love anyway, but let's just go with that. These women, and I'm pointing to the ones that were on the 2020 or Nightline series, are saying they couldn't find men, but they didn't do anything. Women no, women normally are not proactive 
uh, with respect to uh, uh, the pursuit or initiating with men. They complain. You know they're, they're proactive. Do you know why they are normally not proactive? Yes, I do. Why? Because because when there was the revolution where women said, we want to come out of domesticity about 40 years ago, and we want to go into the workplace, they didn't upgrade no, no, their no, relationship. No, 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 that's not what I asked. Listen to the point. They didn't upgrade their relationship. Listen to me. I listen to you. Give me an opportunity to ask you the question and clarify. You said that women normally don't ask men out. The women on that show don't ask men out. And I'm asking you, do you know why? Yes, I know why. Because why? we why? have, may I answer or, or did you finish? I, I'm, I'm trying to listen, but go ahead. Okay, okay. The reason is, is because you and I would both agree a woman can walk up to a man and, 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 and say hello and engage in polite conversation. The reason they don't do it, number one, is because they haven't gotten a clear enough indication from men that we want it. And number two, they feel that since uh, they just default to the old position, the outdated position, well, we'll let men do all of that work. So it's just it's the path of least resistance. It's easier to do, and they don't get clear uh, delineation from men as to what we want. Now, those are two major reasons that they don't do it. But I'm saying they should do it. All right, okay, and I, here's what I see. I see that society has trained women or conditioned women to allow the men to take the first move. Let's not condition them. We are society. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's start right now with you and me as two intelligent people. Would you appreciate a woman initiating with you if we're interested in getting relationships started? Now, if we're not interested current, in that, we can just keep going the same insane way that we're going. One at a time so we can get a point across. One at a time. One at a time so we can make sure that we can understand. I'm saying to you that society has conditioned women. Society has conditioned women that they cannot be the aggressor in the dating process. You yourself said that there are... Wait, wait, hold on. Hear me out. You said that a dog occasionally bites a man, and that's an anomaly. No, I didn't say that. What did you I say? I said the man bites dog is an anomaly. Okay, it's the same difference. I mean, you get my point. My point is that that is not what society accepts. No, notice what I'm saying right now. I'm saying that we as... Hold on, Carla, Wait. one at a time. You're still on the line. Hold, Hold on. on. Like, you, you, also point, you, point you also pointed to the graph to saying that women have a, 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 a okay. advantage over men. That's only in the United States of America and somewhere else. That's, that's where that's we're, we're talking about. Women sign up, they fight wars. In Africa, there are women fighting wars now. Historically, women have fought wars. All right, but this is the point, and I don't know if you and I, I would like to be in agreement with you. I don't know if that's your intention, but my point is this. We are here, we are now. We can say to women, at least in this limited market, and you guys may have a big radio show, I don't know, I'm enjoying it, but we can say to women what we want now. 
we as active members of society, remember, society is not just something out there apart from us. We are it. So we can start saying now what we want. Would you like women to initiate with you? Do you feel that you are of sufficient value that a woman should walk up to you and say hi and introduce herself to you? Uh, that's how I met my wife. She walked up ask, to me and said hello. Uh, everybody has a question on the phone about this. This is uh, uh, one of the questions which we have on here. Uh, did the feminist movement trigger the division between the black man and the black woman? And it's interesting that you just said that. Um, you know, how does that, um, as far as a woman approaching a guy? Yeah, I, I'll answer that. What happened was white women came over to black women. Black women were gullible. And they sold black women on the idea that they were being mistreated as the white women were. But black men have never... Uh, 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 prohibited black women from voting. Uh, black men have not prohibited they black women. Black, black men have not prohibited black women from getting a job. In fact, we encourage you all to be productive and get a job. We applaud you all in that. So by you all siding with the lesbian white women, uh, that was wrong. That was a mistake. They were wow. using you as a mule. And may I say this? This, may, yeah. may I say this? I, I have to say this. I see this that kind of attitude adds to the divide between black women and, and black men because you think that we're some docile creature that could be fooled so easily just because someone says, oh, come over to the other side, oh, black woman, and come with us and take over the world. No, that's not how it is. Most black women want to be loved by black men. Most black women want to have black families and, and to encourage black unity within our community. But we all you want show men that. and respect. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I've asked guys out and I've paid for dates. Well, good. Amen. Wonderful. Hey, I agree with that. That's beautiful. More, do you encourage other women to do it? I sure do. And the, the women that I hang around are just like me. Well, now listen to this. You and I are in agreement. We're on the same page. Hold on, but I, I got something. Let me example yeah. this right here. Hold on, Charlie, one second, one second. I got, I got, I got one example for Jen. Um, before, um, well, back in uh, 2007, 2008-ish, when, you know, we had our, you know, uh, presidential candidates running and, you know, they were marketing for themselves. Uh, before we knew anything about President Barack Obama, a lot of our black women were for who? Hillary Clinton, because she was a female, a female in power, a female that they felt that, uh, would bring them some type power. Now, did, would you say that that contributed to a, a partial way of you all thinking, Jen? You know, maybe at that time? No, I do not. I think that a lot of people were fans like of that. Hillary way before the presidential election. And they really? liked her, was, like was comfortable with her, and was glad that a woman was stepping out front. I politically have, have liked Barack Obama since he was a senator in, in Illinois. And so, you know, that's who I was for. Now, did I admire Hillary for stepping out? Um, yeah, for certain reasons, I did. Um, just like I've admired a lot of women who have stepped out in the political realm throughout history. Um, but that does not make, I do not, I'm not for Hillary just because she is a woman. Just like I'm not for people just because they're black 
or I'm not for people just so that we share attributes. I have more sense than that, and most women have more sense than that. And when you minimize our intelligence, when you minimize us, it's, it's the saying that we are so so ignorant and, and little is to think that, you know, we only do, I only like you because we got the same shirt on or we, we, we both have breasts. No, we're not like that as women. We're very, we have multiple dynamics. Can I bring something to the table about the feminine? Jen, did you get the uh, the information that I sent the uh, uh, KG? Did you send that to her? Yeah. Yes, and I, uh, I read it. And what do you say? I think that some of it is true. I think that, that a lot of times there has been a confusion in the in the feminist movement where, you know, things have been pushed and planted on us. But the, I think what we do not recognize is that, you know, black men, they gang up against us, too. And, and that's part of the plot, too. And, and all they see is, oh, we're against the women and the women want to be this. But what about recognizing what our struggle is and what how we have been affected by society? Let's, let's, let's define something about feminism as far as it relates to black women. A lot of men confuse, and a lot of women confuse, feminism with being anti-male. Right. Uh, they that, do. That a lot of, they, they confuse that with being anti-male. And there are some women who profess to be feminist who are anti-male. And that there have been a, a, a deluge of, 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 just like there's a deluge of anti-women and women uh, or sexist and misogynist material, in pop culture, there's been a deluge of anti-male material, black male material in particular. I'm not concerned about. Uh, I don't. I'm not too. Uh, not necessarily that I'm not concerned. I'm not too familiar with all of the anti-male or white male material that's out there as it relates to uh, black women's writing. But I do know a lot about some of the anti-male material that's about there. Um, like. One of the things that sort of sets this whole anti-black male uh, sentiment up in the uh, feminist movement was the uh, book Black Macho and the Myth of the Superwoman. Uh, are you familiar with that book? No, no. You should read that. Uh, are you familiar with Well, basically, the book was a book that was uh, written by Michelle Wallace, who was touted by Gloria Steinem, as being the quote-unquote premier black feminist thinker in um, America. And that black women are funding chauvinist black revolutionaries with chauvinist macho kids and advise black women to go it alone. All right? And that's where this whole, I don't need, you know, this independent black woman... I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-A-N-T-E-N-T whole movement came from. They, some rappers made a song, a song out of it. But before but, that, Charlie, we have to recognize that before that, black men, how many black men stand up for the movement against black women? How many hip-hop songs uh, called black women hoes? Again, remember last week or week before last, I talked about Patrick Monaghan? And the Monaghan Report, remember I talked about that? Mm-hmm. The stuff that you saw, these black men talking about dominating black women and the black man and this, 
All of that came about as a result of Patrick Monaghan talking about black society in general is a matrilineal society, which is a true fact. That's a historical fact. You can look that up from Africa. That isn't a historical yes. fact. So what happens is you get people who are manipulating both sides. They're manipulating black men to be more anti-women and they're manipulating black women to do the same thing. We're reacting to one another instead of sitting down talking to one another. I don't think that there's a rational male on this on this show who doesn't agree that women need to be treated equally and should be treated fairly and justly. But at the same time, and I'm going to use this, Jen, when you get married, are you going to take the trash out of your house? <laughs> Am I going to? No. When you get married, are you going to take the trash out of your house? No, nor will I cut the grass. Why? Really? Wow. Because, first off, it's how I was raised. I was raised in a household where, you know, like, just because I consider myself, you know, pro-woman, does not, I do not consider myself pro-family. I grew up in a household where, you know, my, like I've said before on the show, like, my mother fixes my father's plate. My mother is the one who cleans the house. My father is the one who takes the trash, who does the yard outside. I've never even cut grass in my life just because... My daddy said, you know, those weren't girl things to do. You know, I I just don't do those things. And I don't think that I am less of a woman or less uh, pro-woman because I'm not going to do those things. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm getting to, Jen. Here's what I'm getting to. What you're saying to me and what you're saying to me is that you recognize that there is a role that a female plays in a relationship or in a household and that there is a role, and that's a role that you accept. You just admit it. You accepted it. And that there is a role yeah, I, that, I you, that you accept. Hold on, Mokey. I'm going to bring the caller back in. He's been waiting a while. Uh, he has some great comments. I want to make sure we catch his name because right. I, I greatly, appre- greatly appreciate him and his comments. Caller, you're back live on the Middleman Talk Show. We, hey, we appreciate those comments. We just want to make sure everybody can say what they need to say and be understood. Hey, you had cut me off. I'm offended. I'm hurt. <laughs> no, brother, we just want to make sure that everybody can get their, get their comments out in, in a great manner where people can understand it. Because when we go back and we listen to these shows, we want to make sure that everybody can understand That's right. your comments. Because I mean, right. your comments are great. That's I, I right. greatly appreciate them. No, I was just listening. But, no, I, I think that what's going to have to happen is, are you there? I, I can't yeah, tell. We're here. Okay, yeah, we're great. We're all here. Well, see, we're good. you guys are real intelligent and, and I think uh, productive in this area, and that's just wonderful. It makes my heart leap with joy. But I think we're going to have to communicate along the lines of flexibility. See, mm-hmm. the dear lady here can't dictate. She's got to be flexible. She's, it's okay for her to say what she likes and doesn't like, but it's not up to her to define a man. And also define everything. She sounds a little bit more like a dictator than a collaborator. Now, that's just my impression. But I would like to say... Did you hear that? I heard that. It's very interesting. But go go ahead. I want to hear the rest of the comments. I think we could have a lot of fun, and and we are, and that's great. But look here, and that's when we communicate effectively. 
But with right. respect to the black men, the young men calling the women out of their names, remember those video hoes are lined up around the block to participate in those uh, videos. And also, these young men were raised by the single mother mentality uh, mm-hmm. that didn't give them grounding in what a man should be or what a woman should be. Both males and females need the male principle in their lives, and women have the power legally. See, that's the other thing. The law stands behind women and gives them superior rights, not just equal rights, but superior rights. And I would love to hear this lady and any other lady explain to the men very clearly how they feel disenfranchised how we can help you, how we can reasonably help you, and how you can be satisfied. But at the same time now, you need to be able to help us navigate the problems that we're having both with you and society. It it can't be a one-way street where you get your needs met and you neglect the needs of the man. But men, we have to define what our needs are and many times, with reference to a woman, we don't specify, say, the three major needs that we have that we want from women. I want women, number one, to initiate. I want them and show value toward me. I want them to pay for dates, first dates. And I want them to be open to communication. Those are the three things that I want. All right. Well, we. We have a clip that we're going to play, and it's interesting that you just said that. Uh, this clip that we got uh, through our research by a guy named uh, T-Mod, he posts a lot of video blogs on uh, YouTube. Uh, he has a clip that is entitled Chauvinism and Feminism, and we're going to play this clip. And uh, we want you all to pay attention to these things, which he just said. Uh, these things are five things that um, a man should uh, not look for in a woman and five things that a woman should not look for in a man. If they possess these things, they need to run away from them. Yeah. So um, we're going to play this clip. Everybody pay attention to it. We're going to discuss these uh, these uh, things once we get back. And here are the five things you need to watch out for in a man so that you will know whether or not you're dealing with a male chauvinist pig or not. Number one, he doesn't want you to have any say-so in a relationship. He wants to make all of the decisions. Just ain't happening. A relationship is a team because it takes two to form a relationship and if a man is not willing to give you any say so what are you there for now i understand that some people are better at one thing than another may be one person may decide that they'll pay all the bills and the other person may decide that they'll rear the children but they're still working as a team and they have some say so in their respective areas number two man trips because you make more income than he does That's a sign of insecurity and something that you need to watch out for. Number three, he says no to you going back to school. That is a man who wants to keep you beneath him or at at best where he is. You don't want to get caught up in that. One should always seek to better themselves and your spouse, your partner, should always encourage you to better yourself. Number four, likes to lay hands on you. No good, sisters. Male chauvinist pig at his finest, or shall I say at his worst. And lastly, he gets his, but he doesn't care if you get yours. 
and that, of course, comes to making love. There are so many women who are frustrated sexually in a relationship with a man. Why? Because most men feel that women are just there to be their vessel. You see, the reason they come up with the term making love, love in its ultimate sense from the Greek word uh, comes from agape, which is selfless. See, when you, when you make love to someone, you're more concerned about their satisfaction than your own. And if both people are <clears throat> operating from that point of view, then a the woman is there to please me, I'm there to please her, everybody gets what they're seeking. So women, those are the five things to look out for to determine whether or not you're dealing with a male chauvinist pig. Okay, men, here are the things that you need to deal with so that you know whether or not you're dealing with a feminist wacko. Number one, yells at you in front of your children or your friend. That is a woman who has no respect for you, and your children will grow up thinking that that is the way that it is supposed to be. It is not supposed to be that way. A woman should respect her husband as a man should respect her. Number two, contradicts uh, instructions that you give to your children. Uh, and I've had to deal with that, and I've had to straighten that out. If I tell the kids something, don't go against me. Parents should always present a united front with children. Why? Because if they don't, the children will start to play the parents against each other. And parents are supposed to be parents. Remember my video, Good People, Bad Parents? Man, I tell you. Next, um, spends her money on herself and not the family. Guys, you don't want to be bothered with a selfish woman. When you go out and you earn income, it is for the family. See, here's the mindset. What's yours is mine, and what's mine is yours. That's just the way it's supposed to be in a relationship. Marriage, that is. Next, takes the advice of family, friends, and the pastor over your advice. Now, in situations, guys, where you just don't have the answer, there's nothing wrong with taking the advice of another. But seek that advice together. Your woman should never come home and tell you what somebody else said you ought to be doing, so to speak, because they are looking for an advocate to go against whatever it may be that you two are dealing with in your own household. And that can prove to be very problematic in a relationship. If you run into a woman who, to get her way, is always bringing back something that somebody else said that you ought to be doing. Hell, who did she marry? You or them? And then the last one. Regulates sex. <laughs> or shall I say rations. Guys, the Bible says when two people come together in a marriage, the woman's body no longer belongs to her but to the man. And the man's body no longer belongs to him. And when they separate themselves for a period, let it be for fasting and praying. Otherwise, they will find themselves tempted to go other places. So, brothers, a woman that feels like, hey, you're only going to get it on this day or that day, bruh, go on and let that go. Because, see, the only thing that's going to end up doing is driving you to get someplace else. All right, and that was uh, the clip that we... Uh Found off uh, YouTube by a guy named T. Mod. Uh, the title of the clip is called uh, Chauvinism and, Fem and uh, Feminism, and uh, we can actually see that it's not just affecting feminism; it's actually bringing out the chauvinism in men that is probably affecting feminism too as well. So, uh, do y'all have any comments about the clip that was just played, uh, Charlie? Charlie, do you have any comments about that? 
Oh, I, I thought it was an excellent clip. The brother was mm-hmm. fair and, and, and accurate on both sides, uh, in my opinion. Um, hey, he needs to put out that all everywhere. I'm glad y'all found it. Where did y'all find that again? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll send you the link, man. Uh, the clip is actually longer than that. Um, I'll definitely send you the link so you can actually look at the whole clip. Uh, if you all want to look at it as well, we did post it on our uh, Facebook page, so you can actually go and look at that clip as well. Jen, do you have any comments about what the guy was saying? I hear what you thought of it. I actually enjoyed the clip. I actually agree with what he said. I didn't think that he said anything wrong on both sides. I think he, like Charlie says, I think he was very fair. Okay, okay. We got another caller that's calling in that wants to uh, comment. Uh, caller 601, you're live on the Middleman Show. How you doing? Uh, doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, man, you know, that clip was excellent. I mean, I have to admit, it was excellent. It was. It had... Uh, a religious uh, base, well-rounded. It was grounded, and and it was fair. You know, but right. I was sitting there listening to the conversation. I listened to to Charlie and listened to the other callers, and uh, I hear what the effect is. We all know what the effect is, but but what is the cause, and then what is the solution? That's what I'm I'm trying to right. get at. You know, because we right. always know what, it, but what what caused it, and how do we fix it? And one one thing that I see, you know, I come from a generation I was born in the sixties, with a mom and traditional type family. But when I look at now we have a lot of households that are run by females. Where is this generation, these generations of no good men coming from? Mm. You know, who, who oh. raised them? Wow. I, I'm just I, you know, I'm saying you can yeah. you can you can extrapolate out of what I'm saying. I'm not pointing the finger, but if the majority of the households are run by single women and we're raising these generations of, of quote, dogs, where are they being trained? No! Good comment. Good comment. Now, by the way, y'all, that's my good friend, Warren Gilmore. Warren and I went to high school. Junior high, middle high, and college together. He is a former city councilman and radio announcer in Macomb, Mississippi. Warren, I'm glad you joined us. Hey, brother, I'm glad you pulled me into this conversation, man. I mean, the world needs to be listening to this because I think we on the this is this is the type of conversation we need to have uh, nationwide amongst black men and women. Yeah, and I, I agree. I, I think that I think personally we need to we did a show on this um previously where us as black men and, and black women we need to recognize the importance again of family and how the family structure is so important to the dynamic of the black community. And until we get back to having structured families, I I think that we're in trouble because it, it goes against the natural order of things and and that's just you know honest and I can say that too you know even as someone who does you know am for women you know I do mm-hmm. think that households need men men are very important to our society you know and and as well as women we need both. The only thing that I see is why is it that black women don't treat black men the way they treat black sons? You know the black son oh that's my boy. You know, he can lay in the bed. He don't have to take the garbage out. He can play Nintendo all day long. He don't have to do nothing. He could drive mom's Lexus while she's at work. 
But then no. if that man if that man did that, oh he's a slow low down so and so boy, but when the boy does it, oh that's my handsome son and then you gonna cut him loose into the world to lick to, to lay havoc on some else's someone else's daughter. gratification 
and nothing more. Now, let's turn this around into the 80s. In the 80s, there were also movies that made black men look bad. Let's be realistic. There were some of the most progressive black movies at the time was uh, The Color Purple, The Women of Blue Boots this place. I remember right. The Color Purple. Remember, uh, how many of you all remember when, um, uh, was it, uh, Steely was, Mr. wanted uh, Steely to shave him. And by the time she got to that shaving point, everybody in the theater, men included, was saying, cut his throat. Yeah. I would yep. want to cut his throat. Yeah. But guess yep. who? He was symbolic of. He was symbolic of me. Yeah, that's and, right. And we I'm want like, to be our own See what I'm yeah. saying? I'm not saying that there aren't men out there like Mister, but there was no context in which the Misters and the um, other a negative portrayal of black men were placed in. How many times? It wasn't until the Cosby Show that we actually saw a black family. That's true. Remember when good times, a lot of people don't know that the reason why James was killed in the show was because he was demanding that he had a stronger role in the family life and that he moved out his family out the project. And That's Norman right. Lear did not want that to happen. Yes. Hey, Charlie, we got another caller that wants to uh, go ahead and comment. Hold one second, please. Caller 917, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. Hi, everyone. How you doing? Hey, Alan. Oh, hey, um, Marva. How you doing this evening? I'm good. I'm good. The hey, show Marva. Is... Hi. Um, I have to say, the show is excellent. excellent. I've been listening. I've been doing some work, but I've been listening at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. But if I may touch on a little bit of what Jen was saying earlier... Okay. And she was talking about how, before I even continue with that, my apologies. I don't mean to be rude to the other gentleman that's saying hello. I didn't say hello to you. Um, hello, how Mr. are you? Um, hello, how are you? Fine, I'm fine. When Jen was talking earlier about how, oh, and I didn't catch this correctly, but were you saying as far as that, Single moms, single parents, you know, you know, like tell their girls, you know, to make sure take care of themselves, whatever. Like, you know, don't just on a man. I mean, am I getting the correct just because I caught like the ends of it? I, I, what I was saying was that a lot of women do tell their pass that down to their daughters is like, be strong within yourself. Like, don't depend on this mythical, you know, sometimes perfect man that's going to appear. Be strong and independent within yourself. Have your own financial, your own education, your own this, because that perfect man or that guy or that may not come into your life. And that's because a lot of women have, have ex- mothers have experienced that disappointment and they pass that teaching to their daughter. Okay. What I had wanted to say was that, I mean, I'm a single mom, but I was raised with parents in the household. And I have to All say, right. Both my mother and my father always filled in me to be able to take care of myself, but not so much in a negative aspect such as that. I mean, one, they did say, you know, things may not work out or whatever with the person. But then they even went even further. 
they were like, you know, say it's when you do get married. What if your spouse passes away? There are many women out there who aren't even able to write a check, even though it's in the church, on a checking yeah, account. You're right. So, I mean, although that is told daughters, because I am you know, a product of that, my mother told me the same thing. Make sure to be able to care yourself, because you will, it's sad to say, there may be a time when you may only have yourself depends on, especially if you have a family. But at least I can discuss it and then talk about it to me on, on a much more broader spectrum. Hey, Mom, Not check so your phone much. Your phone is kind of breaking up a little bit there on this. I'm better? Uh, it was going in and out a little bit, kind of choppy. I'm sorry. How is, is that better? That's yes. better. Yes. Okay. Um, like I was saying, like basically I was taught the same thing. As to make sure to be able to take care of yourself because you may only have yourself to on. However, I believe it was told to me in a much broader spectrum. That's so much a negative, whereas, you know, pretend on no career as can. But just make sure that you can you can take care of yourself because anything can happen. You know, in any aspect. That's true. That's uh, I, mean, I, I, I have no problem with a woman being in, as far as from that standpoint because I have a daughter. I want my daughter to be able to suffice for herself, be able to take for herself, but take care of herself also. That's but right. at the same time, not to the point where she can't interact with a male, to the point where she's like, I don't need you. Because it seems like we all need each other and we don't realize, in my opinion. Right. Mm, but that's, that may be That's true. the argument in which they throw at us, at us a lot. I don't need a man to make me happy. You know, but to find happiness, you know, I mean, why would you want to be by yourself to be happy? I mean, I, I, want, I want to be around my family. You know, I want to be around the girl that I love to be happy. I want to be around things that make me happy, too. You know, I don't want to be just outside throwing the ball up against the wall and thinking that that's going to make me happy. You know, but I think, the mistake, I think the mistake that happens is, and then I will say this, I, I want to have a spouse one day. I want to have another person in my life. I want those things. I desire those things. But... If they do not happen for me, I'm okay. I'm not going to die or kill myself nor, you know, spend the rest of my life crying. And a lot of people think because you're comfortable with that, you there's something wrong with you or you're some kind of, you know, feminist, crazy person that you don't need no man. No, I, I do want one. I, I do desire one. You know, I hope I do get married. But if I do not, I'm not going to die or go some in some corner and cry because I don't have a man. You know, life will suffice, you know, life will go on. You're a cat lady. <laughs> no, not cat lady. You know, just because you know, if it does not have, you know, I'm not going to spend. That is not the realm, and I think a lot of men, you know, do this where they they belittle women in the in the fact where that's all we think about. Oh my goodness, I have to have a guy or I'm that complete. No, that's not. Like, I would love to have a man to complete me, a friend, a partner, and, and that's great. But if I don't meet that person or if he doesn't come along, I'm not going to kill myself, or nor am I going to cry every day because it's not in my life. I'm going to find other productive things to do. And when a woman stands up and says that, you know, certain men act like there's something wrong with her. Well, you're showing us you're a dictator now, cat lady. Stop. Let us say something. God. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, Marvel. Yes. 
Okay, we Jen just had a little rant right there. We're gonna let her have that one. We're gonna mm-hmm. now. Do you feel that there's anything that we can improve on as far as what we? I mean, feminism is not to the point like like Jen was kind of around about saying. It's not all about hating men. It's not about uh, uh, just being alone or being against the whole establishment of man. Now, is there anything that we could do, in your opinion? Is there anything that we can do to improve the education aspect of of teaching people about feminism because it, in my opinion it's not a bad word there's nothing wrong with being have, having pride in oneself having strength in oneself but right. you know the extreme femi- feminism that's the only thing I have a problem with but is there anything that we can do to improve the education of others um, in regards of this term I mean is there anything that you think yes um, main thing stop judging us judging us as being man haters and that we hate men because we are you're a feminist? That we believe in. You're, you're a feminist, Marvel? Am I a feminist? When I say I'm a feminist... Oh, I mean, not say so you ain't got to explain like that. I'm just saying, you know, I didn't know that. Did you know that? I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I, know. I, I, know. I, I, know. I, I just lost a couple of friends. Can I, can I say something right quick? News flash, yeah. fellas. Most intelligent <laughs> women are feminists. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I learned something today. <laughs> hey, Charlie, we're going to give you the floor for a second because we know you haven't had the opportunity to uh, speak because uh, you did get ran over a couple of times and I didn't do it. It's all right. I enjoyed this conversation. I'm glad we have it. I think we need to have more conversation yes, sir. about it. I think what the sister said about feminists are not male haters. True feminists don't hate. Uh, they love. True, uh, right. uh, men don't hate women. Real men don't hate women, aren't intimidated by women, whether they're smarter than them, richer than them, uh, more beautiful than them, which nine times out of ten they are, uh, more beautiful than, than, they, they, than we are, uh, at least from my point of view. Uh, I don't know about yours, but we need, to sit down and dialogue more with each other. We need to have mm-hmm. more open and honest conversations with each other. We need to not let outside forces divide and conquer us because we are headed right. for some very difficult times. That's right. That's right. You're exactly right, Charlie. Because um, you know, I see it every day uh, dealing in my field of work. Um, you know, a lot of division between the parents, a lot of division, you know, between uh, the parents who are uh, separated and not living in the same home. And, you know, that has an effect on the children. The children are going to model that same behavior. And, you know, it, it, it's going to continue to be an ongoing cycle if that cycle does not stop, if that parent does not stop it in their household. You know, because they're going to go out, their friends are going to talk about it, they're going to have their conversations, and then their opinion is going to become the same opinion. And that's how we get into these same conversations, you yeah. know, because of these same opinions. So, oh yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I mean, Giselle, I'm just saying, I, I like I said, feminism, fem, feminism is not a bad word. Right. I think some aspects of it, just like anything in life, you do have your elements where things become bad, and and it's it's something to wonder about. Um, we had a caller earlier. Uh, we don't want to just put you on the spot. I know we're, we know you're listening right now. We want to see if you had any thoughts because, like we said earlier, we, we didn't catch your name, but we definitely uh, enjoyed your conversation. Uh, caller, 
Are you there? You still there? You listening? Yeah, I'm listening. This this is Richard. Are you speaking with me? Richard, yes, sir. We're speaking to you. We didn't catch your name. We want to make sure that we we called your name because, like I said, we did enjoy your conversation. That's right. Thank you. Same here. Same here. Look here. I, I a little quote here. The weakness of men is the um, uh, is is the appearance of of strength, and the strength of women is the appearance of weakness. And we really need to, or, or I should say, you could substitute the word weakness with facade. Okay. So there's a facade of strength in in a man, and a facade of weakness in a woman. So he's not as strong as he appears to be, nor is she as weak as she appears to be. Now, one thing I think needs to be clarified real well, and it was regarding the woman uh, that uh, has had bad relationships. She chose those uh, individuals in which she had a bad relationship with each time. And what the uh, gentleman didn't say on the um, on, on the video that was good advice that he gave. But we need advice at the basic level. How do men and women engage? And I'm going to tell you that I'm, I, you know, I work in science and have worked in it for years. So I have to observe things as they are. Men and women, men are strike that. Women are resisting men's approaches. They're putting up these walls, yeah. and then they're saying, "Well, you come to me on my terms." which oftentimes are totally whack. So normal men cannot meet those standards that women set. Not that the standards are high. That's the wrong word. Most of the standards that most women have are unreasonable, and they are fantasy-based as opposed to reality-based. So that's why I encourage women, because they can take the role now, and initiate conversation with men. And what that will do is help women make better choices. It will increase their male IQs. See, so when a woman, uh, and I agree with the lady, uh, Jen, I think her name is, when she said a lot of women pass on to their daughters this negativity because they've experienced it, yes, and that's, that's unfortunate. But in order to address the problem and potentially rectify it, we need to say, you made a bad choice. You made a bad choice because you lacked sufficient information. And so when I talk to women about men, and they're always complaining about men, I always say, could you have made a better choice in a man? And uh, almost without exception, the answer is yes. Well, then we need to operate on that. We have the answer. She has got to make better choices, and she can't make better choices sitting back waiting on the man to deliver her a relationship on a platter. He may deliver her head on a platter. Just kidding. (laughs) Point of it is she has got to be more proactive. And if there's one thing, because black women need to understand as a group, not all, but as a group, they've got to become more competent in their dating and, and mating selections. Other women... Uh, unlike those women that were on 2020, Nightline. Yep, I remember that show. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. That's very good to watch because I think it sets the standard for what we should address in women. All other women, Asians, Hispanics, white women, have better social relationships and interaction with their men. 
whereas black women tend to have very, very poor relationships with their men. And in order to improve that, at least from the standpoint, from my humble position at this point, women have got to be more proactive. That there's nothing wrong with that, and there's only the upside. So, and I say to a woman, women have said to me, well, what about men who don't like that? Well, that's your answer right there. That man is insecure. Don't deal with him. Deal with a man that's secure enough to accept your approach. So I think that's going to be crucial in bringing black men and women together because the woman has to be open to the man's approach and she can participate with her own approach and... We all should get involved in relationships to the degree that we take this out of cyberspace and do it in our regular lives, like on Friday, go out, uh, interact with each other, talk with each other. But women, you're going to have to, from the selection of men that are available, you're going to have to look at these men and say, hey, I like this in this man, uh, you know, and make a conscious decision. You're going to have to stop using the superficial uh, methods of selecting a man based on height, age, is he cute, but will he pay for me? And also women reject men for being too nice. So they use these superficial standards that really separate them from the very love they say that they are about finding. So start interacting with men, talk to men, get to know men. They're the other part of the species. There's nothing wrong with that, as Jen said uh, earlier, and I think she should do it more. I will. Thank you. Richard, I want to say this right here. We get accused of being the worst chauvinist in the world. We get accused I'm of trying just, to tell you. I'm like, they, they kill us. Everything you just said is, I mean, up and down, top to bottom, left to right. That is real as it gets. And if a woman is not enlightened enough to understand what you just said in its totality, then she needs to check herself. Yeah. And tell your well, you said it in a very tactful, intelligent, you know, passionate way, not like, you know, you need to stop being a cat lady. You just say passionate and intelligent. Yeah, come on, man. Okay. What, what about us, man? You know, okay. so, so we don't come across as intelligent and passionate. Right. Okay. No, I like to call her a lot more. Oh, That's messed up. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Charlie, you see how she do it? All right, y'all, y'all, y'all. Charlie, don't put Charlie in the same category. He does not run the same category, y'all. I love Charlie. You see how we're done. Richard, we greatly appreciate the comment, brother, man. We hope that uh, you continue to tune in. By any chance, do you have your own show? Because it seems that you do. Uh, No, I don't have my own show. No, I don't. Richard, Richard, Richard. Oh, no, no I, I don't have a show. I, I love the freedom of visiting various shows, and I say they need good material, and as long as I have pretty decent material, I'll just peruse the various shows. Oh, well, hey, we, we greatly appreciate yep. you taking your time most, to uh, leave us with these great thoughts. I mean, I'm going to go back and, and re-examine what you said some more, because maybe we can enlighten Jen later on after the show. <laughs> the myth of let me recommend the myth of male power is a very very good book because it incorporates it deals with feminism. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent book, and the reason I want to see us get together, the male female, because that is the basic building block of the family and the community, and then we can move toward businesses. 
blacks have the and you correct me if I'm wrong now. Blacks have the fewest businesses of any ethnic group in America. That means that means we have to shove the needle in our arms and start giving the lifeblood to other people who are better at relating to each other and therefore creating businesses that provides the very goods and services that we need. True. Very true. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Very true. All right, I'll keep listening. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. And thank, thank you. you. Thank you. All right, Charlie. Yes, I thank you all, all for right, having there, me Brother on. Charlie. Yes, have you, you have you had the opportunity uh, to read that book he just mentioned, The Myth of Male Power? No, I haven't ever read that one. I, I will. I recommend uh, Ishmael Reed's Writing is Fighting. Writing is Fighting. Uh, which is a very good book. He has a wonderful essay in there on uh, Black Macho and the Myth of the Superwoman and the whole uh, feminist movie. He has an essay on uh, the color purple and all of those good things. And he explains to you some of the things that, you know, what happened. Because, like I said, the same thing that took place... Uh, the, the celluloid lynching of the black woman that took place in uh, the black exploitation movie actually happened also in the 80s with the black male. So some of this is, like I said, some of this are people, they're, they're forces that are just to make a buck or or whatever. They're manipulating both of us. Uh, you know, what's going on in hip-hop in terms of how women are being negatively portrayed and oversaturated, mm-hmm. that, right. that's being motivated by people other than us. The rappers... Bless their hearts, you know, they're trying to make a living, you know, yeah. and then they grow up, you know, it's sad for them. You know, I feel sad for them. I try to talk to them all the time, but this is what's happening. And if we don't get together and start talking and dialoguing, it's going to continue to happen with disastrous consequences. Very much. Most of We got a comment off the uh, the chat board earlier. Uh, this is from uh, Gali Mo, uh, with, uh, and they stated that with the institution of uh, welfare, women... Uh, began to financially benefit not from having a man. Uh, society chose the life out of black, out of the black man and woman. Then tells the woman that to feed your children, you have to get rid of the man. And they say that this, that is a no-brainer. Um, yeah. pretty, good, pretty good comment. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's get, a, get rid of. So that, we said it before. Like, if you ever seen the movie Julia? You know, it's a very good example yeah. of what the welfare system in America. Um, did to the black, you know, towards the black family destruction is where, you know, in order to be on welfare, you couldn't have, you know, a man in the house. And I think still now, you know, they do do checks like that, you know. It still is like that. I'm going to two of the yeah, I'm sorry. I said there are two good books that will help you understand the welfare system and some of the, and, and what it was designed for. One is called uh, Regulating the Poor by Francis Park Piven. Very powerful okay. book. Uh, the second one is a book that is very, very hard to find. But if you get your hands on it, it is going to uh, explain a whole lot of things about not just the welfare system, but uh, how the system in general affects the black community. And it's called The Choice. Issues of Black Genocide in America by Samuel Yet. Okay. 
Most definitely. Um, I, I think we had a very interesting conversation today yeah. um, on this particular topic. We want to thank all our callers who uh, called in today and all our listeners on the chat board, on Facebook, and any other forms of media, media who are listening to the show. Thank you all for listening to the show today. Uh, please go back and re-listen to the show if you have missed uh, certain parts of the show with certain segments. Go back and re-listen. You can definitely uh, download it, archive it in your folders or whatever. Also, go back and check out some of our previous shows. If you're a member of Blog Talk, hey, add us as your favorite on your page as well. We can improve our stats or whatever. <laughs> but uh, next week, we will have a, a very interesting yeah. show. Uh, yes. <laughs> next week. Um, last week, we did a show on Black Men Need To. Next week, we're doing a show on Women. Black Women Need To. Okay. I mean, we covered a lot of it today anyway, some of yeah, the things we need to do. But, hey, we still got some things to add to that. Yes. Oh, Lord. Lord. To that lady that said that I was too excited about this show, tune in. <laughs> tune in. I'm going to be very excited. Yes, How sir. about that? Yes, sir. How same, about that? Same time, same middleman show, same website. Hey, if you're on Facebook, add us as a friend on Facebook. Type in The Middleman. Uh, you'll see our Middleman logo once it pops up in the search engine. Join our Middleman page. Also, you'll see the, uh, well, you'll actually see us on there, too. Just yeah. click on our names and add us, add us as friends if you have any comments. Um, about any of our shows or if you have any show topics that you want us to discuss on our show, post that on our pages or you can send us an email at wearethemiddlemen at gmail.com and it's spelled just like it is, no, you know, no slang yeah, no language, no language, yeah, no nothing like that. It's, it's wearethemiddlemen at gmail.com. Send us, send us an email, you know, if you want to talk about something that's, that, that's on your mind or... You know, maybe one day we mm-hmm. can get y'all to come in and be a guest host, you know, if if your topic is uh, great enough for that. And if you want to, you know, we have some people that just yeah. say, I don't like the way I sound on the radio. Yeah, but, that's hey, if you want to <laughs> call in sometime, hey, we can definitely do that and, you know, let you be a guest host. Uh, we appreciate Charlie Braxton. Yes. You know, who Charlie. is a legend in Mississippi, in the South region in general. Man, America. You know, if you don't know Charlie Braxton, you know, you don't know music, you know, really. You know, you know. You don't, you don't know, know anything. You don't know poetry. You know, Charlie's is a poet too. Most definitely. Most definitely. All around person, man. All around good guy. Great brother. Great educated. Brother. I mean, he always comes in to listen to our shows every week. Drops some great knowledge. Also, we want to thank Richard for calling in. And Charlie, what was your friend that um, is in McCoy? Warren Gilmore. Okay, Warren, Warren Gilmore. Warren Gilmore. We want to appreciate you for listening as well. Also, Marva, thank you for calling. And listen to the show as well. She has her own show on Blog Talk, which is Colors of Class, and she comes on every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, make sure y'all check her out. She has some interesting topics as well. Yeah. Jen, uh, you have any other comments? Anything else you want to say before we close the show out? No, thank you to all my friends and my Facebook family that's out there listening. And I cannot wait till next week. Please, please, girls. I need your backup. Hey, make sure y'all add us as a favorite on Blog Talk Radio 2 also. Click that favorite button. You can also leave a comment on these shows. Gilly Mo, we appreciate you on the chat board and all the guests that were on the chat board. Thank you very much. Hey, one up, one down, man. Hey, Nikki, take care, man. We want to see you back. Get better. Talk of the town. That's right. And we are out. Yeah, we're about to take it out. 
middle man shouted, Big Crit shouted. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, go take a listen time. I take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan to put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. Blog Talk Radio.com. The middle me. Hey, what's happening in the middle me? Hey, what's happening in the middle me? Hey man, the future wanna say something. Come here. Come here, up in the studio. Come here. Come here. Everybody listening, this is my son. Come here. Come here. Y'all scared. Yeah. Get on this microphone. Come here. Come here. Get on this mic. Say hello. Hello? <laughs> he wanna say and then he out. He gone. He done ran away. Oh, man. Hey, make sure y'all tune in next week for another live episode of the Middleman Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio. We yep. greatly appreciate everybody. We out! Jeez. Yes. Cat lady. Bye. Bye, machismo. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.